this is raw. This is unadulterated. This is real passion right here. Let's go. I want to talk about that explicitly. When a plot twist begins, instant smoke. Hello, welcome back to the Otaku Street Podcast, your number one spot for games and anime news. Today, I am with Adam, Rick, <laughs> Ope, Jamal, and your number one, whatever, Mikey Okiu. Okay, all right, okay. perfect. Yeah, but in your own head, it did, but for us, you're cutting out, so you're like, and I'm with and I'm with I don't know why I'm cutting out, though. I don't know, but the intro was fine. The intro was fine. Just, yeah, you, you got cut it's off. Just, it's just, the, it's just, yeah, you got cut off. Like I like what you say, but the fact that you're cut off is kind of funny. Yeah. I think, um, it, has to do, it, I think it has to do with my mic being too low. Maybe I don't know. Uh, it might be an internet thing, but uh, yes, welcome back to the Otaku Street Podcast. Today we are uh, welcoming back our good friend and family member and Otaku Street uh, compatriot. Mikey OQ. Um, obviously, it's the rest of us. It's it's all of us. It's us. You know, the ones. Uh, we got a lot the, to the talk boys. about today. The boys. It, it's the fellas. The stuffs. It's me. Um, it's me. It, dude, that's still one of the funniest intros. Like Chris <laughs> was just like, hey, it's me. <laughs> that was a great one. <laughs> that was good. Um, but yeah, so we're the the biggest thing that we're getting into today is our reaction our review our discussion on dragon ball super superhero which just released in theaters this past weekend uh today is the 22nd and it came out last this past friday so still pretty fresh in our minds um this this episode will be coming out uh you know over a week after um but that's fine it's still pretty new it's still the number one movie domestically in the united states uh after this weekend so that's pretty awesome and um, i think that it passed pokemon the first movie it did it did so yeah um which is amazing <laughs> yeah uh it's it and I, we're gonna get to it i'm, I'm not even gonna start the, the praise just yet because that's that's our that's our uh uh, heaviest topic here so we're gonna we're gonna force you to listen through the entire show or you're just gonna skip to the end that's fine um but Aside from that, we also are going to talk uh, the free-to-play model when it comes to video games, whether we like it, we hate it, we're kind of in the middle on the fence. Um, we're going to talk about Saints Row because uh, we got some some reviews in um, and uh, people aren't, aren't too happy, especially people in this meeting. Um, we're also going to talk about how Micah in our heads, or at least everyone else in this, in this uh, podcast, in their heads, Micah's still a 10-year-old boy. Uh, but he's turning 21 this year. So that's pretty cool. Also got a pretty funny story to talk about me and Micah do. Um, and before we get to Dragon Ball Super, uh, this will help lead us nicely into the anime talk, female characters in anime, um, how they're portrayed, um, whether we like that, whether we don't, what we think, yada, yada, yada. So 
Gonna try to keep this within an hour and a half, but with us, you never fucking know. We just go off the rails for 30 minutes on the first topic and then we never get to anything else. So <laughs> like shit. Um, but I, for the for the sake of it, we're gonna we're gonna try to keep it concise. Here. So first first topic on the also, Chris, why do you why you gotta do that? Just to interrupt you, duh. <laughs> Chris loves interrupting. <laughs> He loves, yeah, it's either timeout, 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 or hold on, hold on, hold on, or I don't mean to cut you off, but or <clears throat> this episode that I'm ending right now, there's there was one point where Chris kept saying timeout, but whoever was talking was not having it. And so <laughs> I just had I literally just had to take out Chris saying timeout, 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 because he was going on. It was probably was, you, asshole. No, it wasn't me. Because I wasn't even talking at this point. It was either it was me or Wope. Yeah, it was definitely. I think it was Adam. <laughs> Probably. I, it, whether it's me or Wope, I don't. First of all, I don't think Wope hears anyone else when he's talking. And then two, I probably was just like, no, no, no. We're just, no, just <laughs> going to keep on going. Um, but yeah. So first thing on the uh, on the list is uh, the free to uh, free to play model. What do we? What do we want to talk about when it comes to the free-to-play model? I feel like I Micah, Micah was the one who brought this up. Yeah, yeah, Micah has like a whole anti-thesis against the freaking <laughs> free-to-play model. I'm not against the free-to-play model. I just the group chat says otherwise. I was against You're it for the multiverse exactly what you said. Situation. <laughs> I was against it for the multiverse situation because I knew in the long run the free-to-play model is going to be the reason that multiverses doesn't survive. You think so? Elaborate. I, I mean, we even, see, even, like, even with them hitting 20 really, million players this week? That is pretty crazy. That's a pretty crazy number. But how many of those players are like me and Wopay and you, and we're just sitting there grinding? And people who are just trying it because they see Bugs Bunny on the front. I don't know. But honestly, that doesn't but, matter. It doesn't matter because you get the eyes, you get the numbers. No, it doesn't. It's still players. But I think that just, but that's the first, like, what is it? When did the game launch a month ago? Like, I'm talking free to play model is going to ruin the longevity three years from now because no one's going to care about a new character because they've already had 20 new characters. Or no one's going to care if they make a multiverses two because, or they probably never will because they're just going to always update this one. So, like, because there won't be a multiverses two, we might just get kind of tired of this one, kind of like we do with Brawlhalla and God, no one even played the Nickelodeon All-Star shit. But <laughs> these other games that came out and then after a certain amount of time, we just kind of get over them, maybe because they're so accessible. But I, I think it's, it's not every free to play game that I hate. I think it's the licensing that's what's going to keep multiverses like alive because they can do so much more than what I mean Brawlhalla of course they started adding like like I I I'm pretty sure like Xavier Woods and Becky Lynch and The Rock are characters and that shit now but they don't really have like the uniqueness of character for a fighting game to really like stand out other than you know it's basically like a skin in that it, game yeah, versus it's literally just a skin versus multiverses having like they they have some freedom they have some serious freedom and i think if they really start like if they start taking name yeah if they start taking names from fans like i'm i promise you cartoon network characters like older characters are coming that alone could carry the whole game but i think their their current marketing like model within the store and the battle pass and stuff 
that's just going to get a real player base tired. Like you're not giving away your premium currency in the $10 battle pass that you pay for. No one's going to pay for that shit if you don't give it away. Right. There might right. be some losers that do it the first two seasons, but they'll get tired of it. No, nah, it's, it's, I think it's egregious that they don't have like at least half of the battle pass back. This if, is you, WB. if you ground, if you grind out all 50 of the fucking, uh, yeah, it is WB. But again, these, if you're going to charge me, 15 fucking dollars for a skin or 20 dollars for a goddamn skin you, you better you better believe that i want at least five dollars in the fucking battle pass jesus christ right and i think they had something like that already set up before they had their real season come out which is ridiculous um and the store and stuff isn't even out which is also scary about that game because we might end up seeing not just skins, but full-on characters end up in the store for cheaper prices to, like, incentivize you or whatever the fuck it is. We have no idea what that store is going to be like. Mm-hmm. They could have XP boosters. They could have all the bullshit. Or it could just be really egregious with, like, $30, $20 skins. But regardless, hey, do you, I do, hate that. that do, you I guys hate. Remember, do you guys remember, uh, I want to say, like, four or five months ago? No, even more than that. Before Halo multiplayer launched, Halo Infinite, um, or like right when it was launching, we were talking about that. And uh, I made a point. I was like, I don't like that they're going free to play, but they could go the route of successful free to play models like Fortnite. And uh, when Rocket League went free to play, they're still supporting it. It's, it's ended up pretty, pretty, it's gone pretty well for them. Or they could go the route of, not supporting it the way they should because i don't think a lot of game developers understand how much dedication it it is to to uphold a free-to-play model game it's a totally different thing exactly and lo and behold the player base dwindled and dwindled and dwindled for various reasons but nonetheless free-to-play models are it doesn't fit with every fucking title and you know why it didn't work with halo because Halo came out without the content. They expected you to sit there and wait for their content, but they didn't even like provide on that front. So that's what worries me about multiverses is they're selling you on purely, oh, we're going to have all these characters and all these modes and all this stuff in the store six months from now. You don't even have it in right now. And your season one dropped with no like skins for every character and shit. And it's just like there was no new characters on your season one drop. How do we expect this game to do well in a free-to-play model if they're not delivering on what they would have had if the game just was costing money. Like, that's my biggest thing. And, you know, that's exactly why Halo failed. If they had just released Halo as a $60 game with Forge mode, with uh, the two-player co-op campaign, with more maps and multiplayer and stuff, and just charged us 60 bucks up front, that game would still be alive today. But it's dying because it's free yet there's no content. Right. And that's not saying that's going to happen to multiverses. They seem to be taking a better direction than three, four, three, but like, it's definitely a possibility. That's, that's a common curse with free to play models is that like you're, you're basing the success of your game long-term on promises that a lot of times you can't fulfill um, at least in the timeframe that you think you can. Mm. Will it come eventually? Sure. Like, for example, Forge is now in Halo Infinite. I'm not sure if that's only PC or if that's uh, on both console and PC. I didn't know that. Um, Yeah, but Forge has arrived. Um, I can't remember if they did release the beta for the co-op 
Um, I, I remember we talked, we mentioned that briefly a little while ago, but I'm not sure if that came to fruition just yet, but it's just like, I'm, I'm a huge Halo fan as are you. And, you know, Chris is on his way to being, uh, in that same, uh, in that same standing, but beat Halo one. There you go. One step closer, but dude, I don't care. Like, I don't care. The only reason I'll care about Halo infinite is if they come out with a DLC or if we're like, Hey, let's go play co-op. Like the Forge, it should have been there and it wasn't. So now I don't care. Mm. Multiplayer is um, dead. Like I'm not going back. I would no. rather go back to Gears 5 multiplayer than Halo Infinite because Gears 5 multiplayer has more shit going on. Oh, I can't wait until we eventually do that with Chris. Oh, I can't fucking wait. But um, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Like there's no reason to go back to that game. I just wish that um, that people would would instead of um instead of trying to clone Fortnite which is what every I understand why you want to why you want to be Fortnite and why you you want your game to be like Fortnite cuz it fucking prints money everybody wants to print money like Fortnite right but on that same token be creative come up with a fucking identity for your game why does every why why do why does every time I, I boot up uh, a game, it has to have the same Fortnite style. It has to have uh, the same menu as Fortnite. It has to have the, I'm, 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 I, I just don't understand any of that. Like c- come up with something creative, come up with something uh, that that's your own identity. That that's, that's my problem. I, that's, and that's, that brings me to something that I was going to ask you guys um, is, is is Fortnite like is that the game that has the best free to play model? And if not, what is? When we're saying the best free to play model, like the most profitable. Like, or, or, for I guess, or I guess a better question is: as far as free to play games, is that the king? But because like, what do you mean by that? For like, the consumer or the the company? For the the genre itself of free to play games, like in general, like what like, makes. Uh, for like, impact we're talking candy crush like everything who, who like is, what is keeps the, the game what keeps the game alive like what free, what game uses a free-to-play model that is still alive and relevant like that's still you know cooking like the way they're cooking and especially on consoles on pcs i'm sure there's a lot more but yeah i was gonna name some bullshit on pc but like that doesn't i personally i mean fortnite yeah i personally think rocket league does well since rocket league I mean, Rocket League wasn't a free-to-play mod at first, but then it became free-to-play. Like, I think it started, and then it didn't, and then now it's free-to-play. But they get yeah, a once... general revenue with their season pass, and then you can buy, and since that's an eSports, you can buy, like, custom things to support your teams if you so wish. Rocket League once... has a really good free-to-play yeah. model. I think once, the once... ones that work are the ones that are unique ideas and not the ones that just try to shoehorn, you know, and Adam hates this, the ones that try to shoehorn a battle royale everywhere. Like, Rocket League is unique. Um, Multiverses, I think it's going to survive because as a fighting game, uh, the free-to-play model isn't really explored that much. And right, it hasn't been. Exactly, and with such a recognizable list of characters, like who wouldn't look at somebody playing it and was like, "Oh shit, what's that? Oh, it's free. Download it." Bad. I would, I wouldn't pinpoint any. I wouldn't pinpoint like Fortnite specifically as the one with the best. I think Epic, in general, they know the free to play model the best. Like yes. Fall Guys had arguably the best 
shot model out of any game in years before they were picked up by Epic because that you just bought the game and you got everything for free in the battle pass and shit. And but the now, guys was a unique idea. Now they picked up. Now that was I was gonna say before they got picked up, they had the best model. Um, but now they got picked up by Epic, and they still have uh, some stuff that you can get for free. But for the most part, most of it's paid. And they, but the thing is, they've kind of perfected this model between Fortnite, Rocket League, and Fall Guys. I don't know what else Epic has under their sleeve. Um, but like each of those games, you are incentivized to unlock stuff both by paying money and also playing for free. And each of those games have a distinct style. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a, a distinct unlocking progression like system in each one. It's all the same shit. And sometimes, and here's why they're really smart, they have cross events. So like there'll be a Fall Guys topper in Rocket League or something, and you have to go do a Fall Guys challenge to go get it for Rocket League. There'll be a Fall Guys or like a Fortnite skin in Fall Guys. You got to go play Fall Guys to get your Fortnite skin. That's how Epic keeps its games alive and get, you know, their other players from other games playing their other games. It's it's a really smart system they have. And I don't think, I think at one point it was egregious and very, like, greedy. Uh, but with Fortnite now and stuff, I think they're pretty generous for the most part because they have so much money. Like, they would be wrong not to. Look, they they were able to to open up their own goddamn storefront off of the Fortnite money alone, oh which is God. insane. <laughs> them them like making another Steam just after like two years of being bankrupt and then making Fortnite is insane. Doesn't make the t- sense. Yeah. <laughs> the time the financial the financial turnaround is just like unseen. Literally, they the- were broke. They started making a zombie survival game. Saw PUBG and they're like, let's just add that as a mode. Billions. And what I was going to say is, bro, they had like a story mode. They were going to do a whole list of shit and said, fuck it. For what? Like, for what? That shit. Oh, they were like, huh? Story mode? (laughs) Yeah. They they brought in, they brought in The Rock and then they were like, whatever. Who cares? We're just going to make more money. And and now they've they've touched almost every relevant major franchise. In the America. Rock is in Fortnite canon. Mm-hmm. John Cena, Darth Vader, fucking Goku now, Naruto and them. It's disgusting. Like so, there's there's a side of me the like Avengers, I Thanos. I still stand by not really caring about Fortnite and just honestly just disliking it for what it has become. But I have to respect the developers. I have to respect it for what it is. Never before and never again are we going to see the crossover that we see right now. We have DC characters. We have Marvel characters. We have Star Wars characters. We have Naruto uh, fucking Dragon Ball Z. We have uh, John fucking Wick, the WWE. It's just what the fuck? stars. You don't even have to just right. Like, you had whole concerts in Fortnite. Ariana Grande, Travis right, Scott. Right. I literally got on the game just to see an Astro World thing. That is that unheard was of. That I literally was showed y'all the picture. It said I hadn't been on the game in 650 days. <laughs> but they will always find a way to get people back. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's that's and, why it's, it's disingenuous to credit them to just skins because they do. I mean, they do the the collabs well when they have and, a Dragon right. Ball Z event. Now you, you you had the Nimbus Cloud, you had the Kamehameha, you had the lightsabers. Uh, and not, the- like that's part of the game. Mm-hmm. That's just in the game. And on top of that, if you do choose to go buy the skin, now I'm not defending their price points here, but when those skins, you get those, I've personally gotten a Batman who laughs skin and shit like that. They, they're worth your money. Goku goes all the way to Ultra Instinct. It, his skin does, and he transforms in each one. And you know, there's skins that change their whole outfits and colors as like you do shit. And like there's effort into it. It's not just yeah. Paid. It's not just fucking. You go on multiverses and buy a Batman animated skin for twenty bucks. Yeah. That's true. Mm. But that's mm. why I can't justify that shit because I played Fortnite and I'm like, they're charging twenty, but they're giving me hell of shit. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And like, and. Like, like you guys were talking about, the crossover is just crazy. Like, you don't, we don't see stuff like this in, in video games, and we don't see stuff like this ever because nobody wants to see their characters getting their ass whooped by other people's characters, right? It's, it's, it's a, it's a big issue. But, Smash Bros was the best we had before this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I gotta say that if you're going to to try to try to reach for this model. Um, the best thing that you can do is go for the Lego model and try to be the the every person or everybody's person. Um, be go and grab the NFL stars, go and grab the people who who are uh, WWE stars, go and grab every genre and try to bring them in. Uh, and that's where multiverses is scary. If they can do that, if they can if they can start bringing in other video game characters. Um, other people from other genres that 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 would be that would be awesome yeah so crossover is what keeps it alive because you see fall guys getting the sonic sonic the hedgehog shit like here it goes it's starting now i don't know if they had anything before that but this is the first time epic like solidified their collabs they're gonna be collabing until they die it's and they won't die with with epic no no no, they're gonna find they're gonna find ways to innovate and bring people back in and uh, just just when you're like, yeah, I'm I'm done with Fall Guys, you're gonna be like, oh, you're you're not, you're not. All right, and start doing a uh, Super Mario courses as like, listen, the day Nintendo folds, the day Nintendo folds, and that's I'm just gonna leave it at that. Okay, good because we have to move on. Uh, we're gonna talk about Saints Row. Who's excited? Saints Row collab. <laughs> um, so I this is more your guys' conversation because I've never finished a Saints Row game. I never really cared for the series. Um, never? You didn't even like one and two? I, I never... I played a little bit of one, never played two. Again, oh, I, I played... That's disrespectful. Two's I the play, best one! We can't, okay, well, we can't get... We have to focus on the main thing here. We can't okay. get on tangent yeah, about we Saints can't, Row. We can't get on it. So, like, going into this, seeing how you guys were hyped for it, and I'm just like, whatever. Like, I don't know. Hey, I'm the pessimist in this group. I like to, I like to complain about games and everything, but... I only dude, like Gears of War. My, <laughs> <laughs> and Final Fantasy. My, my theory still stands true that video games fucking blow dicks now. So... Yes, sir. Hey, you guys can take it away. 
I am... Games like to sell you lies. And well, it let's... took Chris so long because Chris had so much hope, and we already talked about this for Pokemon. And it took him so long to understand the lies that these games be telling it. Now, trust me, Chris is no fool. He understands the Anthem hype. He understood, like, Division 2, Ghost Recon, Wildlands. Basically, the Ubisoft live, right? I mean, they just were just in your face about it. But Pokemon, since that was his, like, love and joy, he had so much hope until he's like, nope. Are you, are you talking it's about over. just Sword is Sword a lie. Sword is a lie. Oh, Sword is, an ab- Sword is absolutely a lie. Um, Brilliant Diamond is a lie. But before we we can't we can't get on that yet. I don't think Brilliant Diamond is a lie. I think they just didn't try hard. I mean, it's a second developer, and I think they're playing it too safe and Sounds keeping like a, a lot of pity me. agenda. No, I believe, but what is sold? So I what just about, wasn't hyped for it. <laughs> what about Saints Row was a lie? Um, so I didn't this read game the is review, supposed so to be. I didn't see. This game is supposed to be marketed as you know the reboot of the franchise, and they're trying to you know start again from here. Everything that I have seen just and like what gameplay elements that I know about that they've now taken away, it just I I can't believe how they how they seemingly folded the fucking franchise. Like people have said that there are good things about it, like the world is colorful, you know, it it, it is fun to play on occasion, but glitches like game breaking glitches ones that you can't like progress in the story with they've taken out uh you know how you can um like if you were to run at somebody and tackle them you can like hold them as a hostage Mm -hmm. in saints row 3 you can't do that anymore uh the little running finishers that you could do now there's like a meter for it and yeah there's no way to do that they took it no out. They well, they didn't that's take the it out. They changed it. That's what I'm saying. And that's like, and for for a third person like open world game, they don't have a lot of what you would now expect to see in a in a city open world game. Like I've been playing Watch Dogs two a lot, right? And I'm surprised at how you know how how much content is in it. Like yeah. I'm just now really getting into the Ubisoft like library, right? So. And it's it's a it's a great library to to delve into, but I'm seeing so much in Watch Dogs too that I'm not seeing in Saints Row. And the game comes out in three and a half hours by United States time, and I'm just like, I, I was so prepared before today. Before I woke up this morning, I was so prepared to buy it, so prepared, and now I'm just, I I, I don't even want to look at it. I'm so disappointed. This is again a classic tale of tr- having your hand in too many fucking cookie jars. Um, we're we're not gonna sit here and act like Volition doesn't know how to make games. They, they made six fucking games before this. It's not like this is a brand new studio. It's not like it's it's inexcusable for you guys. To, to come out here and give us this game at this time when look read read the fucking room like um there's literally nobody nobody out there right now making making gta clones right L- nobody you could run the table run the fucking table there's nothing even coming out what's the point I, of dropping a shit game 
There's well, literally like, nothing coming out. You, you have no out. competition. It's the end of the summer. There's no fucking Christmas hype. What are they doing? Multiple games delayed this year. Hogwarts Legacy moved out of their window. They could have easily, easily saved this joint for another two and a half months. So it's in it it's worse because again, um this is a game that we grew we grew up loving. Uh a lot, a lot of us, Jamal, uh, Micah, myself, Wope, uh, we all like like this game. Like I said, two is one of my favorite games of all time. Could have just said everyone except for Adam. Yeah, fuck you, Adam. oh man fuck this game Saints Row 2 is literally one of my favorite games of all time so the fact that they they couldn't like even somewhat embody that like you're just gonna toss us these new characters give us this 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 rinky dink ass story and shit but again it's not even like funny like the old games make it funny at least like I can know. I tell? Can I? Can I just say that nothing brings me more joy than when everyone else in this group is like super excited for something, and they're like, "Nah, Adam, you're tripping. Like this joint's about to be fire." I'm like, "All right, all right, we'll see." And then one day when it comes out, all I see is Wolfe or Chris sending something to the to the group chat, and they're just like, "This, I'm so upset. Reviews are not good." I'm angry. I'm just like, I fucking told That's you. nice. I hope the things you look forward to die too, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's fucked up because I look forward to having kids one day. So, okay. See, Adam's going to have a field day if Hogwarts Legacy ends up being like shit. No, if Hogwarts <laughs> no. Legacy is trash, I'm quitting this pod. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so that's one thing that, like, granted, it's not like I'm not the biggest you know, Harry Potter fan or whatever. But if it's good, I, I'll probably at some point get around to playing it. I hope it's not good. That's one game that I hope is 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 very good. I'll admit. I hope it's not good. Yeah, that's not what I meant. I meant <laughs> that it's that I hope that it's good. Right. I was about to say, did anyone else hear that? You no, know, I did. <laughs> I can't even I misspoke. The hate I got ahead of myself. I mean, I really hope it goes out and dies, but <laughs> I, I really hope that none of you have fun ever again, and it's only me in my colorful room. I have fun all the time. I'm not gonna lie, there yeah, is some Elden games. Ring. There is some games that come out that I am praying on their downfall. Like when Forbidden West came out, I was definitely hoping that game was trash, and it, it did get some shitty reviews. I will say, and I, uh, I was the, like, the, Alloy has a beard. She has facial the, hair. Right. The negatives. The negative points of a lot of reviews were really just bullshit because these guys are incels and they just want to fucking watch they they want the most cartoonish fucking pro protagonist oh i would it's like the reviews i saw weren't about that it was just about the game being the same shit well that and i was about to say and that's the other part is that like oh yeah they recycle animations but like the animations were fine like if if the story's good and the gameplay's good which was already good in the first game then fuck it you don't need a brand new animation for getting over a cliff when you're climbing a rope or some shit like fuck that 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 shouldn't matter that shouldn't fucking no matter. no i just meant like mission structure though like it's the same character so why wouldn't she move the same way <laughs> how many um, how many years has it been now my, now my, micah i will say that they uh they took that that first game and uh took i won't spoil anything um but 
they took the second game story and took it to places that you never even thought about or like no I, I'm I'm I was a I was a super fan of the first game. I got the platinum, so uh, I had no fucking idea what they were about to do with the second game, and they took it to to new heights for me as far as the creative direction and and what that world can do and where they can go with that world now. So um, that's that's where I think they put their meat and potatoes. But and the 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 game is freaking beautiful. Um, it just got it, completely overshadowed. Elden Ring. Oh yeah, completely, absolutely. And I think it that did. like it did. If 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 Elden Ring didn't come out like at the same exact time, it would have got better reviews. But people were like so obsessed with Elden Ring that they're like, yeah, but this is the same. Hey, hey, talk t- about yeah. Like, well, Elden Ring is the same game as a Dark Souls. It's just bigger. oh, relax, relax. This this, this always happens <laughs> to this always happens to the Horizon. So watch out when Horizon Three comes out. There's gonna be some industry shattering game because look when Horizon uh, when Horizon One came out it was Breath of the Wild, <laughs> when Horizon Two came out it was Elden Ring. When Horizon Three comes out, I'm tell- whatever it is, it's going. When to Horizon be Three comes out, it's gonna be Halo Five. <laughs> no, nah, it's gonna be Super Mario. <laughs> it's gonna be Halo. Gonna be Super Mario Halo Odyssey Halo. Two. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, Odyssey Two is gonna be the fucking uh, the next Horizon killer. Well, then maybe they just shouldn't <laughs> release those games to fail and just wait for someone not no. to release at the same time do better well, do better not sony. gonna happen not gonna happen do uh, better um, sony sp- uh, speaking of sony i just want to mention uh that i want to put on record that i never complained about ratchet and clank yes you did no oh, i didn't i i will go to my grave say swearing up a doubt that you did <laughs> i feel like this isn't a good enough well, what did i say what did i you specifically <laughs> no, upset. this is a steep hill. You were specifically upset that it was not, not ripped apart. You said this game sucked. It's not ripped apart. Why don't you have ripped apart, Chris? Da, 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 da. I, I, this is specifically what you you're. Said. You're out of your fucking mind. Okay, I'm is Rift sure. Apart the new one? Yes, that's the one for PS5. Now, I do remember saying that, like, oh, I thought this was Rift Apart. That's kind of disappointing. But when I went through and actually played it, I was like, oh, well, I love Ratchet and Clank for what it is. So it's not going to be a bad game. There's a reason that Rift Apart came out. So I went through, I played it. I was like, all right, this is good. Like, yeah, Micah said it was short. It is kind of short. But the fun part of it is going through and getting all the upgraded weapons, collecting all the shit, getting doing all that. And it's been awesome because now I'm just fucking everything up you got and a rhino and shit i beat now. it again yeah the, i got the rhino extreme i maxed it out so i'm just dogging everything but now i really want to play rift apart but again i wasn't complaining that this game sucks i just was like oh i thought this was rift apart and that's my mistake but again fuck you chris i didn't complain about it Okay, so what's next on the fucking itinerary? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got, um, let's see, let me pull it up. Uh, it was... Poorly written the, characters, is that where we're going? No. Uh, we, oh, yeah, female written Well, that, that's, that's after the next one. So, did, Wolpe, did you want to talk about how you, how, how Micah in your mind is still a 10-year-old boy? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> 
it, it's just when the last time you saw someone, they were a literal child, and like now all of a sudden they're back in your life and as an adult, like doing adult things and it's just it's just funny. It's just funny. It's like seeing your own child or your own nephew, your own cousin grow up. Like it's the same thing I felt when uh when I saw your nephew at the block and he was like six seven. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking kill myself in the bathroom. <laughs> it's it's disgusting, bro. My nephew is twenty-five now. That's Sorry, he's twenty-four. Insane. That's insane. That's nuts. I don't believe that. I think you're lying. Nah, bro. He's he was born in ninety-eight. That is wild. Because like the, I'm pretty sure the last time you had seen him was like Halloween, and I I I brought him like trick or treating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then now he's six five. I I just I don't know what to say. Well, Micah, um, what was that? Speaking of fucking time flying by, what was it like five or six years ago when the story that we're about to tell happened? Fuck, dude, I was like maybe ninth grade so yeah like five years so, ago okay so, yeah five, five or six years ago or something like that but basically um so when i was still living at my parents house uh <laughs> i don't know how this happened but like everyone knows what a sprick it is right no the spider, the spider first of all jesus oh, christ back off the mic right a sprick it a spider a mic out of your mouth <laughs> you're one to talk no <laughs> <laughs> um but so the the, like spider crickets like when it gets to fall and shit like these fucking crazy looking cricket monstrosities find their way into your house like i know what a spider cricket is i've never heard it called a fucking spricket are those the ones that that jump yes yes fuck no oh yeah yeah. okay all right so now that we've got that taken care of we had sprickets in the house, right? And for some reason, they You're were going to base- keep calling. No, no. Yes. No. It's a spider cricket. <laughs> it's a spricket. Stop, stop calling it that. Sprick Whatever it. that abomination that you're talking about. Spricket. God. Spricket. I'm, I'm going to take keep- off my I'm taking off my headphones. Fuck you. Okay. Well, now you won't hear <laughs> so it. Upset. <laughs> <laughs> so upset. This came from the last airbender world. A spricket. But um, yeah, so they're just, they're like, they have like 30 legs. It's fucking sick. Um. And they might as well have like swords too, because Jesus Christ, what are these things? They look, they genuine. If they, dude, they would be the scariest fucking thing if they were just twice the size that they are, and they're already big. Like they, they look like Elden Ring creatures. It's nuts. But so basically, we had uh, we had sprickets in the house, and they were in the basement bathroom a lot for some reason. And so I was like, what the fuck is going on? But because the sprickets were coming in the house, I guess that attracted rodents because I guess they like to eat sprickets among other insects and so not only did we have sprickets then we had mice and like one fucking rat it was wild so then um i'll get back right yeah well so just hold on to that thought okay just hold on to that thought um so after the rats or after the mice and the rat we then like i guess they started dying because they couldn't like they would get into fucking tight spaces and then not figure out how to one time I was taking a shower and I heard a fucking mice, cr- uh, a mouse crying. And I was like, this is a hellhole. What the fuck is going on? And so you were so living in a you... fucking like. <laughs> <laughs> now, I just want to mention that my parents, they're not like, it's not an episode of hoarders, but they have bad. Literally a World War II trench is what you were living <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> 
and this has never happened before. And so like, I don't know how this happened this time, but it did. So there came first, first sprickets. I swear to God, it was like a biblical plague. It was nuts. Sprickets, then rodents, and then, and then the rodents brought in fleas. And then the rodents started dying. And then there were flies everywhere. So, and this was like, this is all in the laundry room. There were like 90 flies. I'm like, this is absolutely disgusting. I, dude, uh, it, there's not only rodents here. There has to be a dead body hidden in the, in the fucking washing machine or something. Bro, that what is the fuck? Unacceptable. Wouldn't there be like a smell? With the, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That was just my guess that the rodents had died and then the fucking flies came. But so that was crazy. So then eventually that all got taken so care no of. no one tried to do anything. There's no more carpet in the house. It's all hardwood flooring now to get rid of at least the fleas. And then since then there haven't been any mice. I don't know what, I think someone placed a curse on us for like, they're like, this family will hate its life for about three weeks. And then from there, they're, they're going to figure it out, I guess. But this doll is only a three-week three week doll. I don't know. Something fucking happened. I don't know what it was. But Return the slide. Return the slide. Like shit. <laughs> and so one night, me, Micah, and uh, one of my friends, we were playing games in, in my room in the basement. And our my dog was down there, Rex. And so... There, you know, the mice were in the back room in the laundry room doing their fucking thing, attending to their wives or whatever. And so there was a rat, like I mentioned before. And this motherfucker was like just running around the basement. And we, we would like freak out when we saw it and shit. And so my dog saw it, right? Rex saw it. And he's like cornering it into this corner, like into this wall behind like finally cabinets and shit. And then it tries to make a break for it, right? To leave the room, go back to the laundry room, back to the kingdom of rodents. And Rex gets a bite of this motherfucker. So then it's it's running across the wall. And I swear to God, there was a streak of blood going across the wall, like a handprint and shit, and like a trail of blood leading back to the laundry room. And so we're like, what the fuck? This shit is, is this an episode of, or is this a, a Resident Evil game or some shit? Wait, hold on. So then, I, need, I need to know what friend this is so I have a visual. I think it was Kyle. Okay. Ow. Yes. That so, makes this even funny. <laughs> yes. So Rex didn't get like a like a um you know a, a stab. He got a fucking munch. He got a chomp of this fucking rat. So this rat is dragging blood across the walls in my house, back to the laundry room. And so we're like, what the fuck? That was nuts. This motherfucker tried to hide in one of my shoes and shit. I threw the shoes away. I was like, I'm not I'm not dealing with rat blood in my boots. <laughs> fuck this shit. So then eventually that's what, you know, I think that's why the rat died and that's where the flies came from and whatnot. But while we're sitting there, we're just trying to collect ourselves. Like, dude, did Rex just bite a rat? What is happening, dude? So we came up with this whole fucking story that this rat was like Sir Camelot of this rodent kingdom of like, like this, this King's Landing of, of mice in the laundry room behind the washing machine and dryer. So this rat comes crawling back to the to the kingdom. All the mice are like dragging him in. There's blood fucking streaks all over the place. And eventually he's like, he like grabs one of the mice's fucking face very softly in his dying breath. He's like, 
beware of the demon. And then meanwhile, Rex is just in the other room with us. He's just like, so basically, I want to piss in my own mouth right now. And also, what time is dinner? That is, that's Rex head. That's Rex's head, like live action while this, this, this fucking demon slayer rat that they sent out to murder He's the reading, dog. Uh, the rat is reading off his will to his family while Rex is eating <laughs> every, cheese. And every, fucking sniffing his nuts. <laughs> everyone's crying. Everyone's fucking just like, he's the strongest in all the kingdom. Fucking uh, straight up the mountain from Game of Thrones of this rat, of this ma- ma- mouse kingdom. Meanwhile, Rex is just like, he's licking his asshole on my bed. <laughs> he's getting he's getting ass spit all over my fucking sheets. I'm like, I'm beating the shit out of him. Not literally, but like, get the fuck, like, get off the bed, dude. You're fucking licking my pillows with your fucking ass tongue. And then, so they're doing this whole ceremony in this fucking kingdom. And uh, basically, in the world of, in the world of, of, of mice, Rex is a demon of lore. But he's the most anxious dog in the world. He gets side eye all the time. He licks his ass and he goes to sleep. So that's... That's 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 what happened in my parents' house five six years ago. Um, demon demon slayer straight up happened. Like the wait, anime. A wait a minute, you've Maybe ever seen this is why away the plot of that movie took place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jinx, yeah, he he, pro- he he in his in his memoir. That's what he jotted down. He was like, ever since that moment. That was the final straw. So let me find a new family after. Yeah, because that I th- that I think that time's up just right. About you know six years ago, that's when he started moving out. So, what's up with you and like animals, ro- rodents? Well, yeah, remember we talked about that on our on like on one of our first episodes that never aired. Uh, I know. Wait, the, what happened? The the twenty two hamsters and the massive orgy that they had. What? And then, like, a lot hey, of them died. Hey, 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 That's Patreon content. Calm down. <laughs> I don't even think I want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, you guys say Patreon content. Everyone listening to me be like, uh. Yeah. What you I'm paying for that one. <laughs> yeah, I can watch that on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I can find that for free. If, if you if you have animals at home, just do not bring them to my parents' house, please. Something will happen. It's, it's straight. It's I dude. They're probably, I can't. They're probably not going to be hurt. They'll just eat something like dude, another human or something. When it comes to pets and animals in that house, it's straight up Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon. <laughs> it's swear to God. There's sex. There's boobies. There's murder. There's there's, pro- there's there's probably zombies. Quig's Landing has seen us. <laughs> they have Quig's seen is. some things. The only two survivors are the fattest ones of all. Yeah, and one of them moved out. <laughs> the, other, the other one would probably want. It. He probably wants to leave. Fucking traitor! <laughs> this will make a great um, like animated. Yeah, so that series. was nuts. 
you just have like <laughs> Jinx <laughs> doing his shit. Then you have like <laughs> the rats. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, I, I can imagine the television show. Honestly, that's what. Yeah, Jinx. <laughs> it's it's Sue and Don, the kid that lives there, uh, the I cat who has two families, and then the rat. <laughs> <laughs> Than the rat that stapled himself back and then together. Barrett, yeah, yeah, he's straight up uh, fucking the mountain. Remember when I saw when I called him the mountain, and he was all. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but the mountain came back to life in Game of Thrones because he was resurrected by the red uh, the red woman. That rat that, is coming back to the fucking house with dude. a berserker sword and one <laughs> eye, and he's gonna fucking fight Rex like he's the god, like he's guts. <laughs> I hope this came out around like the whole rat thing happened around that one episode of the Fairly Odd Parents. Cause didn't like Timmy have like a zombie rat because he was so bad at taking yes. oh, no. oh, <laughs> when he left yeah. his pets. And... <laughs> Dude, oh, I that's morbid. I completely forgot I about forgot that. All about that. Yep. That was a nasty episode. Wow. That's a that's a forgotten memory. Um, oh, I think I just remembered how it went. I think it was because uh, his mom's garden wouldn't grow. And he was like, oh, I wish everything in this garden was full of life. And all the dead pets that they buried in the uh, garden came yeah. back. Mm -hmm. Wow, that shit just came back to me crazy. <laughs> I, I think I've watched that episode like twice in my life. Well. What's next? Now, yeah, time to switch gears. Uh, from that doozy of a of a topic um we're gonna talk about female characters in anime all right <clears throat> and how often they're portrayed in a god dude <laughs> you just cleared their throat somebody's ready it's always chris what you mean who uh all right chris start it off oh wait wait hold on what was the original <sighs> conversation that brought this thing together because I think it was something about my hero. Right? Uh, I was I was talking about uh, the the female characters in Shield Hero, and like uh, early, and how and basically how like all they're there for at least at at one point when I said it when I was watching season one, um, like all they were there for at, at that point in time it seemed like they were just there to fucking fall in love with Nafumi and that was their only job. Okay. Okay, and, and so, I think and I then, said I think I said something about um, the my hero uh, female characters are all written like well, and like they're not like you know they're not bimbos. They're you know they're yeah. important. They're, they're portrayed in a better a love. They're not there as a love interest. I mean, obviously your main character will have one, but it's not like throwing in your face. Like you just see like oh, okay, like blushing cool, but they're mostly doing their own thing. Not right. be like oh why don't you like me oh. Why are you so cool? Blah blah blah. Like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but even then, so uh, to, to step back to Shield Hero really quick, when we just talked about season or yeah, the end of season two, it comes right back to the you know the quote unquote fan service when we just see titties and like half naked and almost full naked girls uh, in rough, not even just like random girls in the show, but are two like. Two of our main fucking female protagonists in the show, Raftalia and and Risha, um, 
are just like full on naked with uh, uh, what's her name? Kizuna. Kizuna, yeah. And it's like that's not necessary. Like, yeah, as a dude, it's like, oh, boobies. Guess what? I'm looking more. Uh, but really, do we need that? Do we need that? No. What's what's wrong with fan it. service? Is it really fan so- service, or is it just like I, I a fucking creep? I need an excuse to get hard. I mean, it's right a cultural now. thing, I guess. It's, it's like, just even so. Japan, like it's just Japan. Uh-huh. Like so yeah, it's, it's just Japan. Okay. Can we stop? It's... Can we stop clearing our throats into the microphones? <laughs> I'm now sorry. It's not we're all Chris. sick. This has been going on for however many episodes we have been <laughs> recording for. <laughs> I know. I know. But Jesus, all right, pull, I'll a mute t- if I pull, a ta- pull a Tazande <laughs> and pull away from the mic to breathe. It's all the smokers clearing their throat because they all smoke before we recorded. So, um, I actually have a good take on this, Adam. Um, and you, you guys are going to love it because everything comes back to Joran. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I need to play the re- I need I need to find that Kingdom Hearts reconnecting and put it in there. <laughs> we uh we have a good example of a recent show where I believe that the all the female um protagonists and antagonists for that matter um were done well and not overly sexualized uh there there was sexual moments like um, for instance, double agent trader movies. But uh, again, that was a pivotal moment because nobody knew that Makoto was a girl at that time, you know? Right. So that, that was, a, that was a narrative point and mm-hmm. that's okay. But Raf Talia and Risha just ripping off their clothes was not necessary. No. I don't think. Like, I, nobody I needs agree. to see, nobody needs to see the physics of their chest, like as a close up in the last episode. In the, the last, last episode, episode. <laughs> we were expecting a two-part finale. We got boobs. That's a two-part finale. It's one of the rare occasions where that's not a good trade-off. <laughs> it w- it was an unhappy ending. Some would say yeah, it was lackluster as hell. Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, how would you, how would you guys consider how how would you guys consider Bulma in this topic? I think okay. Bulma is great. I think she's been because great I, since episode one. I was going to say, I was going to say, I've been rewatching OG Dragon Ball, my girlfriend, because she wants to get into it. And I didn't realize how much of the original show, like when I first watched it, focuses on Bulma mm-hmm. and her story. And she's actually a pretty good character in the show. Like shit that I probably didn't care about years ago. What is that? A magnet that I put on my mini fridge. Oh, that's just hey. That's awesome. Um, she's got a lot of depth, and she's not like yeah. She has her moments where like she kind of gets sexualized. Not even kind of like pretty much the entire series. She's I mean it's sexualized, <laughs> but I think it's cool. I think it's done more in a comedic value than just to like be like whoa. And, Bulma's ass. And I also th- feel like that's part of Bulma's character, though. Right. But it's, because it's... this this leads into our superhero discussion as well, but we'll hold off on that. Oh, for sure. I think it's easier for Bulma 
I mean, you have to remember, original Dragon Ball came out in 82. Yeah, but she was 16 when they were stripping her naked. It was a little weird. That is a good point. Did she was 16. Which I've I've been watching with my girlfriend. It's very hard to defend Dragon Ball when they keep making her naked. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm like, didn't trust she flash? She flashed Roshi to get a Dragon Ball, didn't she? Yep. Yeah. Or yeah. for something. I not, think it was not a even Ball. like not yeah not even like her boobs. It was every it was you know yeah everything below the belt everything uh, down under. What was maybe that? that's why she... they don't put Dragon Ball on TV anymore. What was that <laughs> accent? I don't know. Actually, Stop a lot of your throat in the microphone. A lot of shit. A lot of shit in Dragon Ball would not fly today. I know that's not part of the conversation, and I think we can talk about that when we talk about Super. But a lot of the shit in the OG Dragon Ball is not flying in twenty twenty. No, there's there's a lot. Well, the original Dragon Ball show was made for adults, so that makes sense. Because Super now is made for literal children, like seven. But we yeah. still get excited for it the, mo- the most but, egregious I, part of the original dragon ball was krillin and uh, goku going uh back and forth and go in and krillin holding his own yeah, that's just oh, you mean at, the, at the tournament yep no i thought it was fair you know how <laughs> saiyans like to play down to their opponent's levels <laughs> that's bullshit no it's think- not they do it in every single fight <laughs> i know <laughs> um but uh, yeah, I mean, like what women in anime a lot of times is is just not. I don't know. Maybe it, again, it's the different cultures. Um, but at the same time, it makes certain scenes and certain episodes of shows, and even some shows entirely, like difficult to watch. Because like, yeah, if it goes both ways, then I get it. But how many times have we seen our male protagonist sexualized in even the slightest bit of a scene? Like not very often. Have you I watched think the uh, only the biggest example I can think of is have you ever seen a cautious hero? No. That one uh the main character is the hero, but um his like female uh partner is always like objectifying him and he's like ignoring her every time. That that one's a it's a pretty good subversion. It's funny as hell. Uh Michael, what were you gonna say? Um, well, Adam, you said, what, what, did, what was the point you just made? I totally forgot it. Like how often do we see our male protagonist being sexualized? Right. And we, we can agree that female, like on at least the anime side, females are usually over sexualized in the show, not even just for like the normal, whatever. So I was going to ask, have you watched She-Hulk yet? Yes. Oh, I did want to talk about this as well. But I, I just want to ask one specific question. Would you rather, because I'm sure you know what I mean now when I say they kind of overdid it a little bit with some stuff. Whatever, shut up. <laughs> just answer this question. Just answer this question. Would you rather it be super I, like... I believe in a, in a he hulk not a She-Hulk. My name's Micah. <laughs> I'm an actual hey shut the, shut the fuck up I'm an actual She-Hulk fan alright I like the comics I'm so curious um, okay would you rather point. be like super duper I'm fucking trying <laughs> would you rather be fucking super girl power or super girl sexualized no middle ground because obviously we, we would prefer the yeah, middle ground I mean but I'm only, saying only, only Sith deal in absolutes so Call me fucking evil, bro. Answer the question. <laughs> um, I mean, 
if I had to choose one, I'd probably go girl power. Cause like at the very least we're going to see, uh, you know, a strong lead where like, if it's the other way around, you're not going to care about the protagonist as much. Like whether you agree with what the show's doing or not, like I, I want a strong, you know, confident lead in what they're doing. And even if they're not confident, I want them to like develop some kind of confidence throughout. Whereas if they're always sexualized, how often do we see that they're, that they're, you know, uh, I N D E P E N D E N T. Like, you know what I mean? Like fucking, first of all, she Hulk is not what you're saying it is, but I understand what you're trying to say. Hey, Adam, I hear what you're saying, but show me them titties. Okay. All right. I'm not hey. a misogynist. I've never massaged anyone. <laughs> okay, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> God, Chris, you and Jamal, man. No, no, I'm, I'm, I, I kid. I kid. That's all just. Um, I, yeah. I would. Yeah. No, you're no, only saying it because no, no. no. And I'm, um, you're, you're jokes are too serious, down, bro. First, calm the dog. Down, calm down. Chris has all been about the fan service since episode like one or two. I don't hey. know. Whenever we talked about geeks and nerds and then chris like don't disrespect my fan service hey no, nothing's wrong with fans i enjoy fan service but i think but that what it should fans be are they servicing hey 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 Boys. i think that it should be done tastefully and i think that it should be done in the the true the true character of the show because again like again going back to jordan hanakaze right Hanakaze, hi, hyperly sexualized character, but it was all in the context of her character. While Joran, on the, the complete other side of the coin, was not sexualized at all. Would not, wouldn't, would, wouldn't even look at a man. Wouldn't look in a man's direction. Uh, was was actually hounded by a dude and was like, "Get out of my store!" Type 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 energy. So <laughs> she was again, too busy never smiling throughout the entire <laughs> series. Wait, did you just call her Joran? <laughs> you, you know what i <laughs> wait what's her name oh yeah say what say what not honestly <laughs> i wouldn't have even caught that um so but yeah you know what i'm saying sure, sure if it's part of the character if it develops the character because that's what their like whole thing is then that's one thing but bringing it back to shield hero that was not part of even Kizuna's entire thing, where she's just like at one point out of nowhere, she's like, "Yeah, let's sh- let's show some tits." Like what? Even yeah, the ki- even the like, Raftalia and and Risha were both uncomfortable in that situation. That didn't make any sense. Yeah. So it's just like when we see that more often than like a sexual character being sexualized for the sake of narrative advancement, especially in anime. Now, again, it comes back to the cultural thing. A lot more, I'm not going to generalize, but I will say a lot more anime fans in terms of, uh, you know, the, the um, mainstream animes are, are male uh, or identify as, as men. Um, so I guess they're just, they, they understand their audience, but at the same time, if it, if it doesn't fit the narrative, then don't put it in. It, it takes away from the overall experience. In my so you're opinion. okay. You're okay if that is the person's character. For example, sure. someone like, like uh, you don't need to go like overboard Lange. with it. Yeah, 
but like we see it in video games, we see it in shows all the time. A lot of people use seduction as a, as a, as a means to advance in their company or to, uh, you know, make money in some way or in a story, like in an anime. But to, if it's done for no reason for the plot, I get what right. you're yeah. If you want to know a show that has fansters for no reason of the plot, Chris, I think you know, you know this show. I don't know if any of the rest of you. High School the Dead, that show is unnecessarily fanservice-y. You're not going to go one episode without some unnecessary fanservice. And hey, it's even weirder that Jamal, it's great, great like concept, but... <laughs> Jamal, would you say that that's, uh, that's close to etchy? Pretty much, pretty much, it gets that to that point. Almost uh, hentai. Yeah, yeah, basically, without without the the title. <laughs> Some someone listening to this podcast just got super rock hard. Just, but, what? <laughs> just that dimension of hentai. Did someone say hentai? Just to go against. Uh, what you guys are saying for narrative. All I right, guys. Top five favorite ties go. <laughs> I don't... Oh, God. I don't have a problem with them even just doing some fan service shit, not even just for plot. I honestly... You can get over it because most animes have a bunch of filler. Sometimes they just got to put some random ass shit like that in. That's fine. My problem with it is is when they're underage because it's nine... Like, almost eight times out of ten, they're an underage person. And I'm just going to use the top. The first thing that comes to my head is ca- Califla, Cauf- Cauliflower, whatever her name is, in mm-hmm. Super. Mm-hmm. One of the most viewed videos I've seen in Dragon Ball in recent time is a YouTube video of Califla's Jiggle Physics. And I it has like millions of about, views. But I came across that. I and, saw that thumbnail oh, yeah. while I was going on YouTube. I'm like, what? It, it made rounds. And it's literally just a video, like a 10 second clip of Califla's 15 year old. Don't even finish that going up and down. Yeah, because though, because the this is the thing about anime. Every most animes, and I'm not even going. I'm a, it's like nine, nine point five times out of ten. It's always high schoolers because it's never. It's it's hardly ever adults, right? And it doesn't make any sense. It's like, bro, what high schools were you guys going to get? The- <laughs> no, like, like shit, man. And that's that's why they feel okay with sexualizing them but the thing is you made that character underage it doesn't matter if they look a certain way we went into the show knowing they're younger than goku and vegeta and all of them and you're sitting there making her have like it's not even necessary and and the worst part is i go in the comment section of that video Khalifa's jiggle physics video and people are like yeah like we were waiting for this like what the fuck? <laughs> And with all the like, with all yo, the complaints, I, thought, I genuinely <laughs> thought the comments were gonna be like us being like, "This is gross. They probably shouldn't have animated this. Like, just leave this out of the next season." There were people like, "Yeah, we were waiting for this moment." Like, oh my god, I've waited my entire life. Saying, "Hey, just like this, this, <laughs> this brings us back. This brings us back to to Chris. Remember when a couple episodes ago he mentioned uh, if there was an alien race that you know just." landed on earth and you know uh, hey there is no alien mating jurisdiction 
but it's weird though you know right right uh, it, right age up in, in one day you're eight or in one year you're 18 though that'd be super weird super weird like hey yeah cauliflower but like whatever but what like but kale you know you're like what if <laughs> no i don't need to because people would i think i saw like a twitter thing one time it was like somebody some person cosplaying as deku he was wearing like some vr headset he had like a blow-up doll or something and was just like <laughs> trying to smash <laughs> smash that whatever like animated thing it was and vr but using the blow-up doll i guess to help make it somewhat i was like bro you retweeted it no, I didn't retweet that. The archive. Saving this for yeah. Get Later. Me fucked up. I'm gonna take another look at this episode. <laughs> this is disgusting. All right, I'm gonna put this one in the folder. <laughs> I can't believe someone would animate this. Puts phone in the left hand. <laughs> Private browser. Here we go. <laughs> Lock the doors. Um, okay, so okay. real We're quick, all... I, I went on YouTube and I literally just typed in cauliflower. Why are they shipping her with Goku? Oh, dude, they're fucking pedophiles. Like, this, that might get your fucking podcast banned. But like, <laughs> dude, the people that watch these shows are straight up predators. Straight up predators. Like, it's, See, it's shit like this that gives anime a very very horrible rap that yeah. it does not deserve but also the animators do not do themselves any favors for and, that alone i hope they don't bring back those two characters not even because i didn't like them as characters because i didn't but i don't want them to be sexualized anymore i'm over it I didn't even view them as trying to be sexualized. Like while I was watching them, I'm like, all right, cool. Two female Saiyans, like they're fighting. I'm like, them being sexualized wasn't was the. I didn't, it didn't even cross my mind. But as soon as I saw like, like the video you talk about, like the jiggle figs, I'm like, what the yeah, fuck? I didn't even like, know that should happen in the show. Yeah, oh. same. I didn't even know that should happen in the show. She was, was it was a three second clip of her jumping up and down. Yeah, not even like trying to show it off like all right you know she's fighting goku like during this and then one one animator was like you know what that needs a little more bounce and yeah. you know jiggle, that, jiggle, pisses, jiggle. that pisses me off because i have so many issues with the with the super animation that this is where the budget went <laughs> they definitely spent an extra day on that shit like come on bro someone needs to call toriyama and like have him do something here's how the tournament of power arc goes in terms of quality it's like the beginning is high quality it goes to shit then there's khalifa's boobs and that's like a hundred percent and then it goes to shit until the jiren fight at the end <laughs> there was like an hd there was a midpoint. There was an HD point of her boobs. Yeah, there there was a titty budget set <laughs> aside for that one particular part. Does Does Android eighteen have physics? I don't no. know. She's a robot. She she's no, an android. Don't disrespect her. She's a fleshy android. There's a difference. Krillin's right, hitting so, a goddamn piece of hardware. Can we talk about like this superhero movie now? Because yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of points say, I want to get across. This is, a, this is a great transition. All of this. All right. You know, Wait, hey, wait, wait, wait before we start, spoilers. Um, 
Okay, this whole so, thing's going to be a spoiler. It's a spoiler warning. So if you've gotten to this point, you've seen the movie, then you're, you're good. Uh, if you haven't, you might as well fast forward to the very end of this episode so you can hear the outro. And, you, we, and we know that you uh, technically listen to the whole thing. Thanks. Um, but yeah, now we're going to talk Dragon Ball Super, Superhero. The sound effects in this movie were great. And I was speaking of like, you know, androids. One thing I really appreciated was how when anybody like actually hit the androids, you actually hear them hitting metal and not like they're actually hitting a living thing. I thought that was a really cool like piece of detail that they added into this movie. I didn't even hear that. That's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of little audio cues that you don't pick up on while you're sitting in the sitting in the theater. You're just like, oh, this is dope, like the action, blah, blah, blah. But they really put a lot of effort into a lot of the small things, which I really fucking appreciated. I loved the art style. The art style was yeah. awesome. It, I was so skeptical, but... It reminded yeah, it, me of the Berserk CGI, which was scary. But in then, the trailers, right? Literally, the moment I sat down in the theater and I was watching that part with um, the doctor and the other Red Ribbon Army guy, I forget his Dr. name. Doctor Hedo and Magenta. Yeah, yeah, yeah Magenta. <laughs> um, Doctor Hedo. As soon as they were in the car <laughs> together and they were talking about how no one knows what the Z fighters actually do in public and shit, and I just saw everyone in that animation style and everything, I was like, I love it already. Like, I'm ready for this movie. Um, so yeah, I think we should we should break down our our, our review, and this isn't going to be like an hour long thing, but I think we should break it down to like obviously the animation, which was CGI for the most part. The flashbacks are we can talk about those as well, um, but we can talk about the animation, we can talk about the sound design, um, and then we can talk about like the the story, which I think story at the end most people you know honestly care about. The CGI is a big part as well. Um, but just so we have a little bit of structure here uh and so yeah the art style like when every when when, when it was first announced we saw we, everyone knew that it was going to be cg um and everyone was like why are they going this direction like what's the point of this but honestly like they're trying something new and we all know how 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 fantastically the broly movie was animated hand hand animated it was great it was fantastic we all know that but for them to go in such a drastic direction where like er there are some there are some, some 2D animations again with the flashbacks and whatnot when they're talking about the original Dragon Ball series um, and even some Dragon Ball Z uh, moments and flashbacks like those at least to me looked like 2D animations, um, which I respect because then they went through and they redid those in, in, in high definition, which is awesome. Um, but the 3D was it blew it blew all my expectations out of, out of out of the water hey micah the the fact that you said that you're rewatching um the original dragon ball is crazy because i'm rewatching it as well so seeing them reanimate all the all that shit i was like oh my god dude like this this it, shit <laughs> no it, it felt like when um at the beginning of the broly movie when bardock and shit showed up and you were like yo like what the fuck? Like, there's like, the planet Vegeta. Like, that's how it felt for me seeing all those characters. You feel rewarded for knowing like all the yeah, little shit. Yeah. 
like and that that's something i love that's like the they have there there are so many uh little references in the movie i can't think of any off the top of my head but i was just like oh my god i know what that is like chris i don't know if you remember when i when i uh when i leaned over to you and i was like isn't pan gonna recognize piccolo because i'm pretty sure sensing energy is like the first thing that videl was taught <laughs> right yep yep so and then she did yeah and, and i was just hey, like oh yeah like the, come the, on now the call back to how piccolo can't There's drive so many references oh the piccolo not being able to drive thing that was just, funny that, that was, was funny great. oh my god the way he held his <laughs> he phone was like, he was like this on the steering wheel i was dying i was like yes piccolo wait it. so are we are we just going to story because if we do story we should start from the beginning yeah we should because there's a lot of references along the way to the old show. Where did Adam go? He's remember he's um there's a uh I'll say he's, he's, oh, he's visiting like Tanner's whole family's down, so he said he'll be going up and downstairs. Yeah. Okay. He's, well, he's entertaining. <laughs> just from the start, uh, I thought the way that they like kind of reminded us that no one knows what happened during the cell saga for real and that satan was like the one that is attributed for cells defeat and like all this crazy shit that happened like people don't realize that the saiyans are on planet earth and i kind of forgot about that i love that i love continuity like that like it was broadcast on tv <laughs> and it, it gives it um it gives it that like kind of superhero feel like a marvel movie almost because it's like there's an unknown factor if you're a human on this planet to what's actually going on kind of like if it was a superhero movie question did everybody forget about the whole boo like tragedy or something because like they know about aliens or stuff like the whole... i think when they got wished back everyone forgot their their memories were wiped or something yeah okay it, yeah because you got to remember they died wait they yeah kid boo so, destroyed the entire planet yeah hold on though sorry to cut you off but are we still talking about animation or do, do we do no we i i thought we should just get to story and start from the beginning like we start we literally just started from the beginning did we not even talk sound design no okay. uh, no we can we can get to that in a second okay so what are we on now all i said was all i i said was about them not knowing about the z fighters at the start okay while you were gone well did we finish all of our thoughts on the animation Pretty much. I, okay. I didn't. Uh, well, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> oh, great. That's all. All right. All right, cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, Jamal, there was one thing that you pointed out to me uh, individually um, about when Gohan went beast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. First of all, can we point out that that's a fucking awesome name for Gohan's like new form because he's literally going beast mode. I don't know if I like it. Well, you can fuck off because he's literally going beast mode. It sounds kind of lame. No, what? What did you want them to call it? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But one possible name could have been like beast Super Saiyan so... Mystic or something, or I don't know, like Gohan something being something in... going like Super Saiyan. I know but that it's a different so, form. I know so, it's not supposed to be Super yes. Saiyan. So here's the that. thing. Um, and again, this isn't part of the audio discussion, but um, Jamal, I'll let you get to that point. Um, but I think Gohan Beast is a good name because he's not a full Saiyan. 
if he was a full Saiyan, in that moment, he probably would have gone uh, ape. He probably would have gone ape mode, but he's not a full Saiyan. No, so he, he doesn't have a tail. Yeah, I was about right. to say, that's not even possible. That, I'm saying if he was a full Saiyan, because he would have had a tail. He was but born he, with a tail. Yeah, would Was he? Yeah, yeah it uh-huh. was. They're all, Piccolo cut his tail off. With they're all born Piccolo with cut tail. his tail off. Even right. Piccolo blew up the moon to stop okay. Gohan from right. transforming. Right. Here, let me let me kind of let me kind of like rethink what I'm what I'm trying to get across. Like, instead of going full beast mode, and that's why his potential is so high is that he doesn't just lose his shit. But they're referring to like the the you know the primal ape in that beast mode where it's kind of primal, but it's also he has control of it because he's like arguably the strongest you know fighter on earth he has so much potential as goku's son so he's kind of going this like half ape half like just regular saiyan mode where he's he's a fucking he's just a beast like uh, well that's we literally could, like the entire premise of super saiyan 4 like that's literally what super saiyan 4 but, is. right exactly but super saiyan 4 isn't canon. he's a saiyan form but I was if you're if it's not a saiyan form if it's not something along those lines and he's trying to be He's trying to like differentiate himself from his dad. That's cool. Name it something more along the lines of his martial arts, like combat uh, stuff. I mean, the whole point of the movie was him recognizing Piccolo as his master and more being on side of like the mindset. Ma- more of his mentor, not, not yeah, his yeah, yeah, yeah. You but mean just his like dad? He's, he's attributing <laughs> Piccolo to his power. We can agree with that. For sure, but it's also like he hasn't trained martial arts in such a long time. So this form had nothing to do with martial arts. It was like what was hidden inside of him, what everyone thought like Gohan had. So name it Gohan Unlimited or something. It just feels like Beast was meh to me. The way I I see the the power working, um, we all know how the Super Saiyan God Mode shit works and how you can turn Super Saiyan like after that which is what gives it the blue color. I feel like what this is, it's like ultimate Gohan because he goes from Super Saiyan to Super Saiyan 2 to ultimate where his hair is black, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like the form that the uh, the Kais gave him. Mm-hmm. I feel like this beast mode is him using like that Super Saiyan energy yeah. as he's ultimate. So, so this if that is... makes sense. He can't go Super Saiyan God because basically the Kai's gave him the the um the, the mythic shit, yeah, yeah, and so like by him, mystic. mystic or whatever. So this beast form is kind of like Super Saiyan God or Super Saiyan uh, Blue, but in his version of it, yes, like, like yeah. it, it would branch off in that way. I think so. Do okay, you, that that makes sense. Do you guys feel like, um? this was kind of the passing of the torch like we're finally getting the the boys the boys are finally they finally aged up jesus christ um and then on top of that there's so much to unpack i know i know yeah, we should have it's a lot man I know. jamal you're gonna have you're gonna have a lot of editing to do you might no, have to make this that. into two different things i was going to yeah maybe like to um, make a part two song. Yeah. So yeah. But okay. that right. is that is my question. Do you guys feel like this was a passing of the torches? Well, no Not until yet. I see more results because we didn't yeah. see enough of Gohan doing his thing. Like trust me, like when he, once he did it, like he showed like what he gave up, but that wasn't 
like that's just like a a sample but i need to see like more like actual concrete like results of him like going against like an actual challenge that other characters like Goku and Vegeta have struggled dealing with or something and him really showing like what he's made of. Yeah, because if Goku and Vegeta were there, they would have wiped so max. Right. And so so I I have I have a big point about this and it kind of leads into the future of the anime versus the manga. But I want I want that to be like towards the end of the show, kind of like our our ending uh arguments and, and blah blah blah. So hold on to this thought really quick. Hold on to this thought because that's a good question, Chris. Um, but I think we have to make sure that we discuss the entirety of the movie, not like, we're, again, we're not going to spend a full fucking hour and a half on it. But I want to talk about the, the the progression from arc to arc. And then at the end, what kind of okay. implication this has on the future of the anime. That's uh, fair. But going quick into the sound design, I know. Um, yeah. So I don't know if you guys peeped this when gohan like was raging out after he saw like you know piccolo get his like shit kicked in and the moment he snapped and like started screaming to transform did you hear um teen gohan screaming while adult gohan harmonizing with adult gohan screaming literally everything about that scene was recreated from the background line behind him mm-hmm. to his shocked face to the scream like every like, moment it was so it was for a go gohan fans have been and they got it you know what else i noticed um the way uh cell had piccolo like in his hands like with his arms straight up is the same shit that goku did oh to um nappa yeah i was waiting for him i was like hold on why does that shit look so fucking familiar i was waiting Dude, I, I thought that I thought that Cell Max was gonna bane uh fucking Piccolo the way like the way Batman's back broke on Bane's knee. I thought we were gonna get that. And that's what was gonna set off Gohan. But right, right. I, I, I mean, swore he that he was, did, bro. Yeah, I, I swore that they were actually gonna kill Piccolo though. He did like, worse than he cut off his arm and cut him a million times in the air. Worse. Um, Piccolo was like pupils by the time he was done. You know what's hilarious? Oh, yeah. I feel like Piccolo's the only person who's ever had his arm like cut off. And of course he's the only person who can fucking grow it back. You can grow it back, right? Um like aside from Gohan. Well, uh uh Frieza. Uh, Vegeta's Vegeta's broken his arm many times. And Frieza no, got but cut have off. it like cut off. Yeah, Frieza's like, arm got cut off. Yeah, his arm hey, Frieza, did he? Look at that, the energy disc from Krillin. Oh cut right, off. right. It cut his whole body. Yeah, yeah. Which, arm, yeah. which did nothing Bori, to, to Cell. Right. Well, because Cell can grow his shit back. Um, because he's so too. So, um, the 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 fucking the go like the whole Gohan transformation was just unbelievable. It was awesome. Um, and the sound design really added to that. And after the fact, when Jamal told me, I was like, "Is someone wrapping Christmas presents?" No, sorry, I was throwing away trash. Of course. Um, <laughs> okay. And so the one, oh, Gohan sounded so cool too, but that's all I want to say. He did. Because it, it, it was, it, it wasn't, um, it wasn't like his cheery self or anything. Like, it was just like. No, it was, it was his Saiyan side. Yeah. You got like, 
He's like, that all you got? And I was like, let's fucking go. And thanks, though. Guess it's my turn. <laughs> my wiener after that moment. <laughs> <Boing. laughs> no, um, but honestly, like, <laughs> my inner child was like screaming. The, dude, when I, and, so and my outer adult. When, when Piccolo was about to die, um, I literally, I was turning to, to, I was turning to the rest of you guys while you were watching it. I'm just like, are you ready? Are you ready for this? I don't think you're ready. Are you ready? Like I'm, I'm staring. I'm, you guys staring at the movie, staring at you guys. I knew because not that I knew it was going to happen, but I knew it was going to happen there. So I was like, let's. I can't wait to see the reactions. Um, but again, yes, the sound design really aided to that. Now, like um, a giddy fucking schoolgirl. Uh, <laughs> unreal amount of just like chills going down my back. Um, but so the, the biggest thing that I want to say about the narrative, uh, just from arc to arc to arc, the first arc of the movie, uh, or the first um, act, not arc, uh, act, the first act of the movie was straight up an episode of Dragon Ball. And I loved it so much because it was so goofy. It was so lighthearted. And all the animation was in Dragon Ball style with Dr. Hedda, with Magenta, um, with Carmine in the car and just like the kind of goofy shit that's like down to earth, not cosmic level bullshit that we've seen in Super and even at the end of Z and all that. Hey, can we talk about how Sure, Chris, uh, sure. You, you want to talk about you want to talk about fucking acts and shit? I'm I'm I'm, I'm playing by your rules. <laughs> can we talk about how uh Gamma won uh how he how he was a literal comic book character oh was like dude he was like why can i see his sound effects that was funny that was hilarious you guys know how they explained it though right yeah with the holograms yeah and dr dr hedda such a nerd that like yes he just wanted a comic book because yeah he wanted he he wanted to make a comic book here everything was explained everything was well thought out and i love that about yeah they they like they explained the narrative so well at the yes. beginning, I was just like, "Damn!" I felt like I had seen these characters every That's day. What for you the said last about week. the first act um, being like a a lot of right. people, this is going to be like a day in the life. Like you would slices of each. I mean, it literally was like, the whole shit happened in one day, and yeah. that's people thought it was going to be. The oh. I never saw any trailers, but the trailers made it seem. You were gonna get you know doing whatever they're doing Beerus and then Piccolo infiltrating and then Gohan's doing something uh, kinda like that. But people weren't expecting cell max what I really mean. Like they were expecting yeah. shit. Well, so aside from us seeing Beerus and Whis and, and Goku, Vegeta, uh, Broly on the other on, on Beerus's planet, like that took us back to where the story is. Uh, in the main anime right and so that was like a good uh you know side plot and i'm glad that it was a side plot we're all glad that it was a side plot because now we're not only dealing with goku and vegeta being the main characters right um but like back to the main story it was like awesome because the first act was literally a dragon ball movie or dragon ball uh you know episode then the second act comes along where you know uh piccolo's doing the infiltration he's following along it still had that kind of dragon ball feel but then it started transitioning more to Dragon Ball Z. And that's when, because uh, when he fought uh, Gamma, that's when the big fight with the explosions and all that shit started coming back. 
and we still had the humor from Dragon Ball, but it had the action from Dragon Ball Z. And that was kind of the whole second act throughout. Uh, and then the third act was bringing it back up to like Dragon Ball Super because it just went over the top with the action, the explosions. And it still had that Dragon Ball feel with Hedo going back into the lab and Magenta un unleashing just this little piece of shit like antagonist didn't really like he doesn't need to be a god of destruction he was just a maniacal fucking ceo and then it, it all like i just loved how the the entire story encapsulated all of the different types of storytelling throughout the dragon ball uh sagas um and that like throughout the entire thing that's what i was noticing and honestly i think i liked the first act the most like I've never watched Dragon, like the original Dragon Ball all the way through, but knowing, cause I went into, I've watched a video and then basically one of the things that this video was like, before you watch Dragon Ball Superhero, make sure you understand that it's going to be a little bit different than what we've been used to for the past 10 years. And it was like, it's going to go back to its lighthearted roots. Toriyama is directly involved. He wants to make sure that Dragon Ball is a heavy influence on this movie. And so knowing that I was like, I was expecting it and I was, fully encapsulated i was very entertained by that whole thing because it was refreshing anyone that didn't isn't familiar with dragon ball's only seen super might not have found it as entertaining as you know as we did but knowing that going into it i was so so pleased by the narrative decisions going on throughout the movie yeah, also now that go ahead but... I was going to say there was multiple times during the movie where we were uh, legitimately laughing out loud. I'm like, yeah, they, this is fantastic. Yeah. And for a, like a more mature Dragon Ball audience, it's nice to have real dialogue scenes with our favorite characters and not just just nonsense like it is in Super. Like Super, you feel like Goku's an idiot. And I'm not saying Goku gets any smarter in this movie. It's not about him. But to see characters like Piccolo and uh go on and bulma and like characters that are usually on the side and they don't have much direct impact on the narrative they're smart they're making plans we're in directly engaged in their main part of the story like for a mature and, th and there's no fighting during any of this it's all like it's like watching a uh like a heist movie almost a little bit, just like an anime form. It's it's watching it all play out and uncovering more about the story with Piccolo. It feels good as a mature Dragon Ball fan because you're not just watching lights on a screen and people bang at each other. Like it, <laughs> it was interesting. It was interesting to learn more about the Red Ribbon Army coming back and shit like that. Mm -hmm. it, so, it's and nice because they're the usual deus ex machina of, hey, let's just go in there and blow everything the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Like... The they whole point was, hey, Gohan, yeah, Gohan can't do it. So how do we get him to do it? It's by doing all this normal shit. And I feel Love like Piccolo it. is the perfect person to have handled, like, lead roles in this movie. Like, yeah, they could have done it with, like, Krillin, but it wouldn't have had the same effect. Or maybe it could have, but I really enjoy the fact that Piccolo took the lead. And another thing, they needed this. Piccolo and Gohan needed this step up so goku and vegeta aren't so far like removed right. from what everyone else can do like and that that's gonna you know, level the playing field and and that's why i i like chris's question about passing the torch because with people getting more and more transformations we saw we we saw failed go tanks but it gives me hope that we can see a true yeah, go tank all the, exactly exactly because they're gonna they save knew it for that was gonna good. overshadow 
show Gohan Beast. They knew it. They were they like, knew. we can't show adult Gohan. You can't do it. You can't do it. People have been waiting for that for years. We've hey, been waiting for that. End, at the end, they successfully did it. But guess what? We didn't see it. So that, that's all I need, bro. If if the next movie is a Gotenks movie, it's bro. not. It's, they're coming. They're coming in super. They're not gonna make a movie about breadcrumbs. No, but Bread the thing crumbs. is, they could, and I would absolutely buy tickets and go fucking see it. <laughs> we're, we're seeing it, dude. If they make a fucking Krillin movie, I'm going out and seeing it. Absolutely. I think they're trying to make like, I don't know. If this is confirmed. I think I heard that they're trying to make Dragon Ball movies like what, like every two or three years. I'm like here. a new movie. Let's do it. Let's make a fucking MCU. Let's do it. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Let's, Let's, make money. Money. Let's make a fucking eight series. Like, I don't care. Let's do it. Bro, give me give me 90 minutes of, of Kaba in Universe 6. I, I don't care, bro. <laughs> I'm here. I will watch if all we, of it. If, if we it's have a all the same quality, a mini bro, put this shit on Netflix. Give me a five episode sprint of Love not even hit Beerus. taking out be... his contracts. Something. Yes, yeah. bro. It could be Beerus's no. brother, you the know, other, you... the Universe Six Destroyer, just Chompa. eating. I would watch it. Uh, well, I'm not as interested in that. But you know, you know who they need to bring back? Hit Pycon. I like Pycon. But Pycon's not. Can- I mean, they can make Pycon canon. That would be sweet. Bro- Broly wasn't canon. You're right. So Dude, they Pi- might. They could. Pi- you know who Pycon is? Pycon is. <sighs> Can you remind me? He's uh, in. I can't remember what movie it was. The Janemba movie. Janemba movie. Oh, Pycon's the green. Yeah, he's not yeah, the with the turban. He, no. yeah, yeah, but with he the turban is and no nose. That's Pycon. Um, he was I, like at, at that point he was Goku's equal. The oh, because he was so strong. Yeah. So he was like Jiren before Jiren. Okay. What ha- I guess Oob isn't born yet, right? So we can't talk Oob. Oop is born. Oop's there. He's just in his village chilling. Yeah. Um, okay. Because okay. by the end of Dragon Ball Z, he's older than Pan. I don't want to get too sidetracked from the main movie, but I I do like Oop more. Or no no no, I like Broly more as an Oop character than Oop. If Oob. that makes sense. Oh not, yes, as like the the I like the new Bro- kid under Goku's wing. Yeah. yeah. Like I like I like the idea of a Saiyan being the one that's like okay so oh, he he's the next goku you know what i mean jamal yes. jamal you know this already but i'm not going to spoil anything but just wait on oob i'm not saying i'm not saying i'm uh, anti okay i'm not anti oob but i do like broly more in that role yeah right but oob oob's going to come into play later down the line i'm surprised to hear that to be honest well, but yes honestly i don't see how he can come to play unless they make gt you'll see nope You'll see. No, no, Oob is Oob is canon because of Goku's wish. At the end of Z, right? Yeah. So that that's already like no, that's I mean, already not, in motion. Not, no, no. I mean modern, like fighting, ready to go. Oob. I know Oob's in Super. I've seen him. But I mean, like he plays. I'm saying role. he's going to play a big part. I just don't see it happening anytime soon. I mean, just wait for it, man. Yep. Okay. They can do what they what they did in GT and have him and Majin Buu fuse. You think that would make Majub? Uh, I hope they do canon. GT again. I can again. see it. I hope they do GT again. Like that, yeah. Just retcon everything by bringing them all back. Please remake GT. Please yeah. remake GT. Remaking GT and Super. You I guys hate on GT, happen. and we were gonna save this for a different pod, but I'm I'm a GT no. man. I have a whole. Baby, we have more movie stuff to talk about. 
Yeah. <laughs> but where do you rank this as, as far as the fourth Dragon Ball Super movie? Like, where does it oh, go? It's, it's number two. This one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, give me, give me the whole list. This Adam. is above um, Resurrection F. Yeah. Sure. Resur- Resurrection F, F is four, then Battle of the Gods, then Superhero, then no. Broly is number one. Yes. You lost me. Nope. <laughs> no, nope. sure. What's your order, Micah? Resurrection F is bottom. That's what I said. Okay, I wasn't finished. <laughs> so, and then it's kind of hard with this one. I don't know where to put this one. Your I'm gonna cat. say your cats. Stop Captain. it. I'm gonna say the Broly movie next. What? Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh! Shut the fuck up. <laughs> then this one. And then, um, what is Beerus's movie name? Are you Battle fucking of the God. serious? Battle of the Gods, because that movie was so good, dude. Battle of the Come. Gods, like I could still go back and watch Battle of the Gods, and I will have a fantastic time for Compared its story the... alone, not even because of just the fight scene. Oh, you ranked that as number one. I like that. I love that movie. I love Beerus. That's crazy. I love that movie. When was that. the last time you watched it? Like fucking two years ago when okay, I went and watched, watched Broly. Broly again. Okay, so you watched those like pretty much back to back. Yeah, I went on like a binge. And you think Battle of the Gods is better than Broly? I think I, I'm not going to say that one's better. I think they're kind of even, to be honest. And but you think that this is better than Broly? This movie's not better than. Ugh. Yeah, it is. This movie's better than Broly. Oh my gosh. This movie's better oh, than Broly. Whoa. This movie's better than Broly for one thing. Oh. It's Gohan. I think they it, they they did a good job with their characters in this movie. That's all. It, it, Gohan. I mean, trust me, Gohan had his moment, but that Piccolo, was like mainly Piccolo at the end. Also, of the got his shine, and it was nice to see. Like it's That's, a it's a first in Dragon Ball. I'm not gonna lie. I like when they do original shit. Broly was kind of the same shit. I like that movie it? a lot. But the no, best part of the Broly movie. It's before the movie starts. It's with the planet Vegeta stuff. Do, you don't so okay. If you say the thing, it's not like any of these movies are bad. No, I love every one of them. These if are all just, A plus events. Except for one I, of them I, has I, to I'm be mixed, the worst. I'm mixed on Resurrection F. I've never been you're, a big fan of that movie. You're saying Resurrection that, F is the worst one. Yes, for sure. <laughs> but I but I love Beerus. Like I love the movie. Um, Battle of the Gods. I love okay. the Super Saiyan God. Have you seen the form. Have you seen the original Broly movie? Yeah. Okay, and you're saying it's the same thing as this, as as what the, are you as the new, you're you're saying it's the same thing as the new Broly movie. No. Okay, well, no, that's I think he's he's saying like the concept of Broly being there and being defeated by Gogeta already let's, exists. Let's put one thing. Let's make one thing straight. What do you mean that old Broly by Gogeta. Movie, that old Broly movie is better than all of these. Especially new, no, the, the new, new Broly. Is sorry, better. sorry, old, old, old Broly's old a meta for Janemba. You're right. Old Broly's yeah. better than this new Broly movie. No, it's not. No, he's not. He's more of a menace. Yes, but Broly one has a Dude, the music character. in that movie, the animation. It was amazing. I'm not gonna lie. Old yeah, Broly is one of the greatest characters the ever BBS made. Movie is not. <laughs> I thought. I thought, dude, I I'm not saying I don't like these movies. You're actually not listening to me. That's not no. I that's not think. what we think. 
you're saying that the original Broly movie, which isn't bad, it's better than the new Broly movie. Yeah, that is I've always like that. Yeah, one and that's what we're like. What? I mean, uh, it's just my opinion. Oh, your opinion sucks. Don't ask for it. <laughs> he said he's going to the grave with that one. Whatever. Battle of the Gods is great. You're sleeping. And it's number it one. It is great, but it's not better than this movie because this movie had a lot more going for it narratively. And the animation was a, was a pleasant surprise. But then definitely. you were sitting there fucking upset that I chose this movie over Broly, which it is, it is better than Broly. No, it's not. See, here's my thing, right? Lore-wise... Yes, like it builds upon the lore of everything that's going on uh, better. As an entertainment factor, it's it's not better. But then it depends on what what is it that we're ranking because the Broly movie only serves to rectify the mistake of not having Broly being canon, right? That is the reason it exists. The Broly movie just has really good fight scenes too. This movie has like great everything great story it doesn't have the best fight scene i'm i wasn't that really impressed with cell max but like oh my god we got more fucking character progression in this two-hour movie than we've had for an entire season of a dragon ball show and you're sitting there being like the broly movie is like dude the broly movie was great but it's at the end of the day it's just broly screaming at the end of the movie most of nothing about not Vegeta, not, yeah. nothing about Vegeta, nothing about Goku, and nothing about Frieza changes in that movie. That wow. is that is absolutely correct. So I, listen, everything like, changed I'm not about mad at your it. favorite characters in this one, except for Goku and Vegeta. I'm not mad at that at all. I respect your opinion, even though it's wrong. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we get someone else's four list yes. now? Yes, yes, Chris. Chris. All right, I think we all agree that Resurrection. Resurrection is uh, number four. Um, no, no, because what we got in that movie with, with Frieza was a step up from. from hey, hey, don't don't worry, Adam. I'm gonna do it for real because yeah. Resurrection F is not my bottom. Okay, all right. Oh, okay, Chris, go ahead. Gonna put Battle of the Gods at the bottom. <laughs> Chris, I think. <laughs> Y'all are going to hate me too. Broly 3. Because uh, Broly di- didn't bring anything new to, to the table. Um, it it brought back things into the fold. Um, I think that, again, the beginning of the movie was insanely good. Um, all the, the Planet Vegeta stuff was good. Um, but I don't know. Um, then I'm going this movie. And then I guess I'm going to battle the guys so one too. It's the same list. Yeah, yeah. Here's we my like thing Beerus, about bro. here's Beerus, my thing about battle we... of the gods. It was a stepping stone. I wish I see more Super Saiyan God, because it's like all right, we have Super Saiyan God, but that was really just a stepping stone for Super Saiyan Blue. Let me see more Super Saiyan God. I like that movie just because it it topped the power scale. Like it just made it a million times more and. It brought us to a universal level. It didn't just keep us at like cell level or blue level. And that is fair. It was definitely a good like transition or introduction into like, all right, this is where 
Dragon Ball is going. It's no longer DBZ. This is now Dragon Ball Super. You wouldn't have Gogeta and Broly breaking the sound barrier if Beerus didn't show up. Yep. I would agree. I would agree. And like like you said, we, we brought in a whole bunch of new stuff with, with both of those movies. Both okay, what's this movie list? and... All right, so... <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, Chris. <laughs> Chris, finish your thoughts. No, no, no. It, it was, it was done. Uh, this is so difficult because I don't want recency bias to, to you know, infect my thought process. But it is, and it absolutely it is. I don't remember laughing at the Broly movie more than I laughed at this. And like with Dragon Ball, you you know you you come for the action and you stay for the references and all this shit. But <sighs> breathe harder. Listen, the best out of these movies. Just give your list. I think is <laughs> I think this one is actually the best. I think this one's number one. Uh, because of the narrative. Because, like I said, what it brings to the table is on that same level of Battle of Gods. Like, okay, the 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 balance has shifted. Like, there's more for us. There's more for Gohan. There's more for Piccolo. That's amazing to me. And it did it in a way where I don't I don't know. I feel like Goku and Vegeta always get it so easy. Like Piccolo had to work for this. Right. Gohan had to work for this. Um, Piccolo had to wish to Shenron for this. Is what you exactly. <laughs> I I will put Battle of Gods number two. Wait, what was number four? He, he I'm starting at one. Oh, uh, uh, so it's going to be Gohan. It's going to be Battle of Gods. Ah, the Broly movie is a lot of fucking spectacle, right? It's a lot of spectacle. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. Beautifully drawn. But I really but... like Frieza. <laughs> Listen, I love Frieza. I'm putting I'm putting Resurrection F at three. Uh, Jamal, you understand why this is very upsetting. Broly is a phenomenal movie. Listen. It. I almost had a seizure watching that shit. <laughs> Wait, Jamal, you know exactly why this is upsetting, right? All I'm going to say is five years down the line, I will rewatch the whole Broly movie. If I'm going to sit... Now, you'll be wrong. I can rewatch this new, like superhero a year, two years at most. But then after that, I'm only going to be watching certain clips. The Broly movie, I can rewatch that whole thing. And that's why it's number one for me. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> why, why do you feel like this This is not rewatchable? I'm I'm literally go, going I'm back to... I'm thinking about rewatching that shit right I said, now. I, I said I can rewatch it a year, two years down the line. But it's I'm, not going to be the same length as the Broly movie because after that point, I'm only going to be rewatching certain clips for either the comedic or for the sound effects or just certain scenes I really enjoyed. Why do you because feel that way about just Broly? Because Broly is a lot of action. 
this is a lot of narrative point, but then that's also just a lot of buildup, which I, I can easily just retain for myself. Like I, like, for example, like in Naruto or like other animes, I don't need to see that whole narrative point. Now, there's certain narratives like Villain Saga, there's certain narrative things because it's just a really pivotal point and like a complete 180 for certain characters. But for Dragon Ball, it's not really, it's something that these characters deserve, but it's not like a big pivotal point in their whole character progression. It's more so of the overall story and their relevancy now. But what about the fact that this this one like ties in so much and brings all the errors together? Adam just gave you a soliloquy of how this 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 movie is good. You're gonna tell me big word. <laughs> and I can remember, or I can watch certain clips for that. But at the end of the day, for Dragon Ball and how what Dragon Ball has really built upon, mostly, and I'm saying mostly because you know it has you know done a narrative. But mostly it's action. Right. But but again, it, it's it's we're we're bringing it back to its roots though with with this one, and you've got to appreciate that. You yeah, got, I do. Got to see, we you, do. Yeah. And you're you're saying that that because uh, because you've been conditioned for the last twenty years to love the action to Two to feed decades. To, Chris. To, to, to feed to feed been, on yeah, it. Yeah, because this is what it is. And unless it cha- and if it changes, cool. But, but what has built upon for these last, like you said, years, three decades, this is what it's mostly about the action. But the, roots, the action does that mean that the I, roots is worse? The roots is not worse because of that. The, no, we're the not, okay, all right, listen, upon, but that's where it's going. Right, exactly. Right. And so what dbz and 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 dragon ball super have been built on and that's all we've known for the past 20 years is dbz and super the best parts of these of these shows is the action right so that's what we attribute dragon ball with now for for again i want to repeat over two decades of this so with that being said dragon or or, uh, the broly movie was very action heavy. The action set pieces were phenomenal. And the the rewatchability of, of that movie is ridiculous, especially knowing now this is more so like from a guy who's into art, knowing that that entire movie is 2D animation, hand-drawn, it gives me that much more respect to it. Not saying that the CGI of this movie is easier, but let's be honest, you're probably spending more time on a 2D animation than a 3D animation. Now, this movie, again, does go back to the Dragon Ball roots of kind of bringing it back down to earth. And again, we can, we're, we're going to finish with our thoughts on where the series goes from here. But this does more narrative, uh, uh, it, it does more narratively than Broly, for sure. So from that standpoint, it is better. It's, it's the best narrative movie that we've seen from Dragon Ball probably ever. Because and it, attention to detail-wise, too. Attention to that, detail. That the co- the continuity. That's just, that's just like a Toriyama thing. But, attention to detail. I think. Right, but being again, being so used to what this this uh, this story overall overall has has conditioned us to enjoying. It's the it's the action. What if, dude? If we didn't get the Cell Max fight, if we didn't have a reason to see Gohan transform, Piccolo transform into their newest forms. Would we go see this movie if it was just a slice of life? No, we wouldn't. 
but because they pair so well now i mean we'd probably still see it but we wouldn't have such high regards for this movie if it weren't for the action so the action is what drives this series at this point we would like some more narrative but we're this is what the this is what dragon ball z and dragon ball super are about is the action overall the story helps yes of course you don't want just no no story with all action but but that's, that's what i'm not saying that's what broly is but that is like kind of a little bit broly and it's and yes and that's why it's so good for what it is now may our opinions on the best movie change over time sure that's why this is number two for me and broly's number one is because i'm so i i want the action that's what i want if i wanted a slice of a slice of life anime i would watch another another show but i watched this for the action for the fights and that's what that movie was it was the best fighting that we've seen in dragon ball arguably ever next to next to the sale games and that the rewatchability on it is second to none now why i juggle this movie and uh and broly is because there are two sides to this now we're starting to see more narrative at least in this movie with where dragon ball is now but on the other hand you want to see the action so until we know that dragon ball is becoming more narrative based and less less action based at the set at the forefront of the series my opinion's not going to change unless we see that shift yeah. so, that was that was very well thought out i hey dude this is why i'm a professional podcaster right <laughs> very first podcast how do they follow <laughs> this how do they follow this man okay I respect it. No, but I, I will say I really, I'm glad that we don't all just agree because it adds discussion and also I can yell at my nephew for something. I purposely uh, go against you sometimes, so. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, we all have our, our top four uh, Dragon Ball Super movies. Now, I, I do think we need to go back and collectively watch uh, some of the Dragon Balls because there's a lot of movies, if you, if you aren't aware. It's too many we, movies. We, we should do proper reviews on all of them. That would be I, fantastic. I, I think there's like 19 or something like that. 18 That's or 19. That's a good amount. Yeah. We, get, no we, have a whole season. Now, we have a whole season of just Dragon Ball movies. Dude, that's like, honestly, that's not a bad idea. Um, a there's, fuller season. There's one movie that I still haven't filler season there's one movie that i haven't seen but the main character of that movie i had a toy of this guy and it was one of my favorite toys growing up as a kid his name is uh tapion or tapion yes i only know about that because of tenkaichi too that that movie is highly regarded as the best dragon ball movie ever Tree Even of above, Might, I think. Oh no, that's not it. That's Turles. Yeah, I can't remember what the name uh, of it is, but and it's a Trunks movie. Yes, it's a Trunks yeah. movie. It's one where like that. I think that's the only. It's one the only. It's one of the few movies where Super Saiyan Three Goku is relevant because he does the whole Dragon Fist. I think in that movie, Wrath of the Dragon is the name. Ah, uh, okay. There we go. Hey, I've definitely I don't know anything about this movie for shit. That man looks goofy as hell. Tapion? He looks like a Supreme Kai. A ginger Supreme Kai. My two favorite toys growing up were Tapion and uh Super Android 13. 
same. I had the Super Android 13. Was it? Uh, the, was it like, never saw the movie. Was it? Was it like the 14 inch tall one? Absolutely not. It was a blue McDonald's <sighs> toy. Oh, I had this one. I, I think I got it from. Uh, I had a Broly toy too, um, but I had the the Super Android 13. I think I got it from like Walmart or Toys R Us or something like that. It was this big, like you know, like the plastic that's not super hard. It's kind like it's kind of like you can squeeze it a little bit, but like polyurethane. Is that what it is? I don't know. That's what Sandy said. Classic. But it was like that, and I would put it in the fucking bathtub with me and shit, and I like every, you know, <laughs> protect me. Other kids had like fucking rubber duckies and like I had dinosaurs and shit too, but I would bring that motherfucker into, into the bath and be like, yeah, I don't even, I didn't even know his fucking name. Like that's how obsessed I was with this fucking toy. So even though the movie's okay with uh, Android 13, I will say that's my, that's like one of my favorite toys of all time. Um, but anyways, uh, so yes, we, we gave our top four because we've been recording for over two hours now. Um, I want to make sure that we're wrapping up with our closing thoughts on where the series is going. Now, keep it concise. Um, we all kind of touched on it briefly, but where do we think that, just like Chris said, do, do we think that this is kind of a passing of the torch? Um, I My thoughts are similar to Wopay's in the sense that like they've forced themselves into a corner with Goku and Vegeta and everyone else that they're fighting in the Tournament of Power and et cetera going forward with the new villains that you guys haven't gotten uh, introduced to yet. But um, the, the, the power-ups are just so OP at this point that they have no choice but to bring up everyone else because the manga hasn't done it. So with the movies, with the anime, they have no choice but to bring everyone else up, including with, you know, that now that Broly's involved, the, they have Orange Piccolo, they have Gohan Beast. Um, they have a little bit more freedom with the narrative going forward. Um, to include certain characters aside from Goku and Frieza and Vegeta, so I think it, I think it expands it in a in a in a good way. What do you guys think? I think it's good. I mean, they can obviously just go with kind of, I guess what like an anthology is. That's right. Um, like have like different storylines going on. You know, it gives a little, a little bit more variety. Nothing really can get stale. You can have the more of the Dragon Ball front with like you know everybody on earth and if you want to like just explore other planets then you can have vegeta go like the sands and obviously go on can help out every now and then or blah 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 and piccolo and like you know kind of have that front also do their thing but like you said they're kind of like back into a corner and they're so used to focusing on goku's story that i hope we get to see more of like these characters being more involved and not, you know, okay, you have your power up, but are you just going to be side characters now or are you going to actually be able to use these characters more often? We kind of saw everybody had their moment to shine. And when I mean everybody, I mean mainly like the androids and Roshi in the tournament of power. I want to yeah. see more of that because I really did like that, that they were actually relevant in the tournament of power. Can they keep that up? I mean, haven't really seen that yet, at least what you know, what me and Adam had seen. But you know, there's still it's not over yet, so maybe we can, maybe not. I don't know. And then plus, you're already introducing Broly now, and then from the movie, we see that Goku and try to help him of like you know control his powers. So now we gotta see something more with Broly. So there's a lot to work with, a lot of characters to work with. 
Who's next? I don't think that this is necessarily a passing of the torch yet. Um, I think that this was a half step. This isn't a Naruto to Boruto uh, situation, but rather that they are, like you said, trying to level the playing field. I think it was Michael who said, said it uh, earlier that they that they needed to level the playing field. There's too many people that were getting left behind. And I feel like this is a way to, to bring people up and possibly see them in uh, the, the new arcs, especially Gohan, who deserves it, to be honest. Okay, I guess I'll go next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nobody wants to follow up. Uh, I I think it's too early to say whether or not this is like a passing of a torch situation, like way too early. But I think they have been Ultra Instinct was kind of like Goku's little cap, maybe even a send off in some ways um, for his character and like his progression. I don't think we're gonna see like a big Goku progression in terms of transformations for a while. But I think with the super arc, like Jamal said, they've been kind of not passing the torch, but just bringing old characters back into the focus slowly but surely. And Android 17 winning the tournament is the biggest like um, point of that. We hadn't heard about 17 for years, and then he becomes the reason that Universe 7 still exists. You know, just stuff like that. And then this new movie, it does feel like we're taking the focus away from Goku and Vegeta and them training with Whis. And maybe they'll, they're going to be doing a lot of off-screen training while we follow the other Z fighters through their stories. And then when Goku and Vegeta come back, Vegeta is like a god of destruction and Goku's reached angel status or something. But... Yeah, I do think that this new movie means we're going to see more Gohan, we're going to see more Piccolo, and just less Goku, Vegeta in general, because they were barely in that movie. I think the the best part about Dragon Ball as a series is that there are so many characters that even though, like, I don't know if anyone's ever gotten tired of watching Goku, you know, defeat a villain. Like... Like, honestly, have you guys ever gotten tired of Resurrection like, F. That was my breaking point. Why? Because it was it was going to be a big moment for both Frieza and Vegeta. And oh, right. They, oh, well, yeah. They, they just had to do what they always do. Oh, I forgot yeah, how it ended. Mm, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But even, even so, like, the package of that movie just, you know, as a whole was great. But like I said getting to put the focus on all these other people finally we can you know step them up let them have their own stories let them have their own adventures and like you said goku and vegeta being off world is such a great plot device because it makes sense like i'm sorry hold on this dog keeps farting next to me and i'm very upset Blame it on the dog, Wolfe. Blame it on the dog. Bro, the, the smell of my own farts is not going to bother me. This dog has been doing this shit all day. <laughs> oh, my good God. Oh, where was I? I'm sorry. I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. That's all right. I think, I think we, need to, we, need to, we need to close out now, though.
Yeah. Whole, whole face inside a shirt. <laughs> no, dead ass. I can't do this. Dutch oven to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, this was uh, about a two two hour and like 10 minute show condensed down to whatever Jamal condenses it down to. Um, covered a lot of ground. Uh, dude, I'm excited for what comes next with, uh, with Dragon Ball. Like... Super exciting time right now. They they really brought the hype back perfect. I, I will say that the the latest arc just wrapped up in the manga. So we might be seeing the anime return sooner than later. I found Black. it funny how before like Super came out, like everybody like had their own ideas of like Super Saiyans and the different hair colors, and now they're just doing it all in Super. We have red, we have like green, we have blue, we have silver. Like the fucking Super Saiyan 25 with the long ass hair is coming. Super Saiyan Saiyan 100. Yes. Where it's literally just him covered in hair everywhere. He's just just a pink. Oh my God. Uh, It's gonna gonna be sick. But um, yeah, this this was a ride. A lot of shit we talked about, good and bad, but. That's the show. That's Otaka Street for you. Um, so before someone closes out, maybe it'll be me, maybe it'll be Jamal, who knows. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on uh, uh, Twitter, Otaka Street Pod. Follow us on TikTok, Otaka Street Pod. Follow Micah, Mikey OQ. Follow me, aq.digital. Um, send us an email, please. Just send, honestly, we give you our email every fucking episode. So even if you're just like, Hey. Say hi. Yeah. <laughs> hey, eat a dick. Please that just send us suck. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send us something, you know. Otaka Street, the Otaka Street at gmail.com. Um, also the real NPCs on Twitch. Micah has his own Twitch, uh Mikey OQ. Um we like we like streaming. Again, we got it. We're, we're gonna we're gonna slowly but surely progress our, our little setup. Um, you can see I already got the lights in the background if you if you uh um see this video i don't think you will but who knows uh i i eventually i'm gonna have a camera i'm gonna have a pc all that shit but in the meantime we're still streaming via console so we're here and we're square um is that all the plugs did i miss anything nothing you got it cool no nice make sure you follow and like us on apple podcast uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, because that's a thing. Any anywhere you listen to podcasts, just go ahead, give us a follow, give us a subscribe subscription, whatever the fuck it is. Like us, listen to us, follow us, join us, embrace us, love us, lick us. Ew. All, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. Otaku Street out. Goodbye. Street out. Bye. Thanks, Micah.